securing the catch. So it's a gain of 15 yards. They're at the 20-yard line. This is going to be a double pass. Tony to the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Moral Stevens is there to pull it in. What is up, guys? It's Andrew Barron here with my co-host, Noah Deloach. And we're joined here by a special guest, Nick Ganey. You can find him on Twitter, at Nick Ganey. So let me just hear your initial thoughts about the spring game. Yeah, so the orange and blue game was a really good game. I thought it was very entertaining. A lot of high-firing offense, but with the high-firing offense and that many points being scored, it makes me question how our defense is going to play this year and if we should be worried about it. The defense did kind of look a little sketch. Like the DBs, I know they weren't going 100%, but they they didn't really play as well as I thought they would. Definitely Sean Davis in particular with uh, McWilliams, 12, there's, that was definitely a little scary because I know Kyle Trask threw a couple touchdowns on that on them, which is a little when Kyle Trask throwing touchdowns on you, it's not the best look. Seeing Steele get burnt on the first play by Franks wasn't a great look for our, you know, number one rated DB coming into the class. Um, although John Huggins did play pretty well, everyone's kind of high on him right now to be a breakout player. That pick six. That pick six was nice. Couple breakups. I think he's also getting a little bit overhyped. Uh, I don't know. I think our DBs didn't play as well as I thought they might. I mean, you can't really tell much from the spring game, just mostly how comfortable the new players are like up in the big stage. Uh, but I think Damon did do a great job about making it interesting. We had Lito Shepard come back and Chris Doring, which I think just makes it more exciting. That definitely makes it more exciting. And uh, um, Tyree Cleveland uh, and Kadarius Toney throwing a couple passes. The first play of the game was exciting. So I think he did make it more exciting with the former players coming back, which just adds, you know, just a little more fun to the game. So big year last year for Van Jefferson. Do you think he'll be the number one guy this year? We didn't see much from him in the spring game, but I definitely think throughout the season. Someone we did see a lot from, though, was Trayvon. He set the record. So we saw a lot of action from Trayvon yeah. in that game. Set so the record. Maybe he could take the number one role over Van, maybe a joint thing. Do you think either one of them is necessarily more talented than the other? So, I see Van on one side, Grimes on the other, and Tony in the slot a lot this year. Also, Freddie Swain. But where do you put Cleveland? Is Should he be out there on the field? I think he's play? just a backup. I think, I think Cleveland's a good backup. definitely kind of been put on the back burner. Like, I feel like there's he's a regressed. little bit more talent in a lot of our other guys. We're, like, stacked at receiver. And I really feel like he's not one of the top guys. But Cleveland did look pretty good in the spring game. Everybody looks good in the spring game. <sighs> I mean, you can't um, really tell how talented somebody is if they're not going 100%. And when, it, and when it doesn't necessarily matter. Yeah, so with the draft style that we did for the spring game, do you guys wish that it was more of a one, one-on-ones and two-on, like, 2v2, like, back up? Oh, I definitely or? would like to see that. Mm-hmm. To like to yeah. see guys, like, get put in a spot to make a play. I agree. Because a lot of like people were critiquing the defense, the O-line, but that wasn't the full starting offensive line. That wasn't the starting defense altogether. So maybe they'll be more of a unit and play better together when it's all the starters. I agree. And I think we're forgetting about Franks. He played a really great game. I know a couple of plays, me and Noah looked at each other and said we, he put down a rope. I mean, he just he looked really comfortable. His throws did look pretty clean. They all looked really tight. Kyle Trask, he looked a little scared, almost. He didn't look that comfortable. He didn't look comfortable in the pocket at Huge all. Huge thing was he was throwing the ball late across the middle. You can't do that. When, no, when especially not in the SEC. Yeah, it's no. going to get picked They're up. way too fast. 
playing against maybe like a, do you a white see, safety. Do you see Trask um, possibly transferring if he doesn't win out even the second string job? I don't. Why? I have a friend that he's going to UF, Trent Whittemore, and he's talked a lot with Kyle Trask, and Trask believes that he can be the number two guy. And he's... Also, do you really think he could go anywhere else and play a lot? That's well, a huge thing. Well, also, do you think that it's really worth it for his whole college career, for the most part, to just work to be the second string? Like, well, that's that's pretty, he's that's one pretty play, undermining. But he's her. one play away from being the quarterback at the University of Florida. I don't even think he deserves a second string job after seeing Emory. Emory Jones looked impressive, but we'll get we'll get to that in a second. But about Trask. With Trask, do you guys ever consider that at UF maybe he's considering coaching, learning from the best or That's possible. Like That's what Luke Matthews is doing, walk on. So I mean, we don't know really what's going on in their mind. They're just doing what's best for them. So I mean, if he wants to be a coach, then here's the perfect place under Dan Mullen. But uh, with Emory Jones, he looked really impressive. I mean, he looked way more comfortable than he did last year. Fluent. He ran the ball pretty nice. Um, Looks a lot bigger, made some, too. Yeah, he did look mm-hmm. a little bigger. Made some nice throws. Had a deep throw that got dropped by Cleveland. How do you guys uh, feel with uh, Jones? I feel like he's a great athlete, and he can really throw the ball, but he definitely has to, what we saw with Franks last year, a little bit of the accuracy on the deep ball. He definitely needs to work on that. Mm-hmm. He missed a couple wide-open receivers. He's not nearly as talented of a passer as Franks is arm-wise. I feel like Franks definitely hasn't beat out. But the thing with Emery is I feel like he fits the scheme that Mullen runs better than Franks does. But with that, with you saying that, do you really think so with – Mullen's success, he has more of a bigger quarterback running the ball for those second and ones just to punch it in and get the first down. Tebow, Fitzgerald, Dak, all kind of bigger guys that can run the ball and not as fast. I just don't see Franks. I think he's just kind of, a, a, like, he's adapted into a runner because that's what he's had to do, but that's not his natural skill set. That's not, that's not in his game. It's just something that we've implemented specific place for him to do, which is great coaching by Mullen. But I just feel like we're definitely a dual-threat quarterback-style offense. But I think his arm talent makes up for his running way more it than Emory Jones. Does. His arm talent's through the roof. Yeah, like, if you're putting them up to each other, Felipe Franks' arm ability is much greater than Emory Jones, then his running is not as much greater than Felipe's running, if you understand what I'm saying. So you're saying that Emory, like gap, Emory's not necessarily that much better of a runner? Yeah. The gap is not as big as Frank's gap with throwing the ball than Emory. I agree. That's a good point. So me and Noah talked about uh, Jacob Copeland before the spring game, and we did not see him at all. Which was disappointing. With yeah. Barry. He looked huge I mean, on the sideline. He side did tweak his ankle in practice. He's been like, having hamstring week. issues. But yeah. he looked huge. Did he see him? Yeah, he's big. He looked so big. Yeah, but with hamstring issues, it's not something that you really want to work out on as mm. much as you just want to kind of lay back. Especially because he didn't need to play. Yeah, he didn't need to play. But do you think we'll see him in, on August 24th against Miami? It's so hard to it's tell. It's so hard to tell because we have so much depth at receiver. But even if he is... And there's, we just like, have guys that are yeah. just more experienced than him. And I'm not, I don't think we should... We're not going to put an inexperienced wide receiver that's hardly even played in... Just give him a couple end arounds, maybe like a slant pass, just to give get him an open field. I mean, 
Hopefully we beat the snot out of them and we can start subbing in backups. I would like to see Emory play mostly uh, the fourth quarter. I would I like see to see it. Emory play. I see it. After seeing Miami spring game, they're not looking as impressive. Tate Martell, and I don't know what they were so high on with that transfer. Justin Fields? Yeah. 4 for 13. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be nice, though. He's going to be nice. Yeah, he's got He time. still ranks as a top 10 quarterback yeah. in the country. So. A little weird. A little All weird. Well, weird really Felipe is not in the top 10. How do you guys feel about that? I think, I, I think that's fair. I agree. I think he's like 11. Really no, he's like 15. I would say he's top 20. I mean, 20. he let us. He's no, I didn't say 20, but he's in the top 20, which <laughs> could be all the way up to 11. Just depends on. He's where a quarterback you... on the top seven team in the but nation. There's people saying that Jalen Hurts and some of these transfer quarterbacks are better than Franks. I think Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is definitely better than Franks. I mean, do you not think so? No, not at all. Well, well, okay, well, but think about it. Take your lens off. Who would you rather have? You can say Franks because you're a Gator fan. But really think about it. Who's a more talented athlete? Jalen Hurts. But who's the better quarterback? I say Felipe Franks. That's very, but that's a very opinionated thing. But Jalen Hurts, he's shown his running ability, but you've also seen his lack of being able to throw the ball. But he can also run. throw the ball. It's it's so hard to say because we haven't seen Hurts in the Oklahoma offense like with a new offense a whole season to himself. So yeah, I, think, I think that's when we'll really be able to tell who's a better quarterback. Yeah. And uh, we mentioned also before, no Marco Wilson. He, I guess he's taking a precaution and just he's not playing with his ACL injury. Do you think he'll be ready August 24th to go? I hope so. I think he'll be ready, but I don't think they'll throw him back out there. Do you think he's starting? starting? No, yeah, not I agree. I, agree. I see Steele, Henderson, and Trey Dean at the nickel, sort of the role that Chauncey Gardner's been playing. Mm-hmm. He's been moved to that mm-hmm. because he's more of a safety. That's what he played in high school. He's more of a safety, and he's a hard hitter. So I think – but last year playing defensive back will help him a lot with reading coverages and mm-hmm. making jumps on the ball, sort of like Chauncey did in the Michigan game. Who do you want at your safety spots? Trey Dean. Do I him a nickel or at the yeah, safety? he kind of plays the star. Who's going to play the star? The star. Trey Dean's going to play that. Then who's going to be at the safety? Steiner. Steiner did not look good. Steiner and Davis. What about Brad Stewart? Brad Stewart's very underrated. Steiner did not look good at all. I feel like he'll be thrown out there, though. What about um, Amari Bernie? He plays linebacker. He yeah, can also play safety. He, can, he, he kind of plays a hybrid spot. Speaking of Amari Bernie, is there anything you expect from him this season? Maybe possible breakout player? Like, what would you like to see out of him this year? I feel like he definitely could be that. I don't think he will be as special. I mean, seeing him in the bowl game last year, Mm -hmm. uh, being there, you can see him making reads that maybe you couldn't have seen on TV. He's a freak athlete. He's very athletic. He's He's extremely fast. Like, one of the fastest defenders we have. I think Grantham's going to put him on the blitz a lot, around the outside, Mm -hmm. especially with... Zaniga on the outside, Greenard. and Carter, and yeah, the Louisville transfer, like Andrew just said. Uh, I think it'll be really important that he'll be just one of those guys that can get to the quarterback as fast as possible. With Jalen Jones, the freshman quarterback, he's most likely going to redshirt. I think he's like fourth in the depth chart, mm-hmm. but he was moving. He took a couple of scramble plays, and he was flying down the field, flying down the sideline. What are you guys looking for him, and what did you see from him in the spring game? I saw the ability that he can run the ball very well, and at times it maybe even looked better than Emery throwing the ball, or running the ball, not throwing the ball. 
did we really see him throw the ball a lot? Something I noticed, because I was on the uh, student side where they, he was um, warming up throwing, and he has a very interesting throwing form. It's not it's, fluid at it's all. It's mechanical. It's very, like, three-parted. It's down, up slightly, back slightly, and forward. It's not just a normal throwing motion like Frank's, like Trask, like all our other quarterbacks. I don't know if that's going to be a problem. I mean, if he can throw nice balls, not an issue. But if it's I feel like, a problem... I feel like it is going to be something that Mullen's going to fix. Yeah. Um, but I remember in a press conference, Mullen was talking about there's things that he looks for in quarterbacks in high school. Like, he's not going to take a guy that needs a lot of help with his throwing form. Because that's going to take too long to develop. But if it's things like footwork and the way that you see reads and small things like that, then that's stuff that is obviously you can improve on. But when it comes to your throwing mechanic and how far you can throw, maybe you can increase that a couple yards in college with coaches. But the way you throw the ball is not something that he can really touch all that much. And uh, we've talked a lot about the quarterbacks today, but I did want to say we saw a lot of Iverson Clement this game. Yeah. A lot of Iverson Clement. Do you feel like Iverson Clement is the two over Pierce? What about about, Davis? Yeah, what about Malik Davis? He looked really good. I've always thought that Pierce was going to be the two this year, though. I think Clement's a four. I think Clement's a four, too. He played a lot. Maybe a special teams one, like a kick returning guy. But I like Davis. I always liked Davis the most out of our running backs when he was healthy, when we had Scarlett and all them. He seemed the most athletic. Like, Scarlett couldn't hit holes like Davis could. He, He maybe had the top end speed over him. But he he couldn't bounce like Davis could. He was he's way more shifty. We did not see much run game at all during the um, orange and blue game, but we did see Malik Davis catch balls out of the backfield, which was which was nice. But there was just no run game at all, and that can't work if there's no offensive line help. I do feel like that is going to be Davis's role a lot this year is catching the ball out of the backfield, which I don't mind that role making plays. Uh, but do you also see Tony doing the same thing, getting I see Tony the backfield? doing a little bit more than that, more downfield stuff. But yeah, definitely some some screens, some bubble screens, some slants. Why was there not much of a run game? Was it because of the O-line? Because the O-line, I think, is probably going to be our biggest downfall this season. I do too. It's hard to replace a lot of the starters that we lost. Especially a first round draft pick hopefully it it isn't an issue like to the point where it's really negatively affecting the team but I don't feel like it's going to be as strong as it was last year but I definitely do feel like it is a huge worry after watching the orange and blue game especially when Jones got in Mm. I feel like he was having to roll out every play and uh, that's definitely an issue but with that problem I feel like Mullen knows what he's doing he knows that he's not going to put Franks or whoever's on the field at quarterback back there making throws that take a lot of time to develop a lot of routes, like a double route. I feel like he's he knows that the line's going to be a weakness. He even said after the Orange and Blue game, it's a position that he wants to recruit a lot more. And um, that's just what they're going to do going forward. They need a, I saw a lot of big guys on visits this weekend. Uh, maybe we can land a few of them. So hopefully we can get Nick back in the pod for some more Gator content throughout the fall, any breaking news that's going on and ahead of the Miami game. But listen more for...
Magic have a game tonight. I'm, we're all excited about. So we'll catch up with that. Catch up with uh, just some breaking news along the off season, and we'll get back to you after that. Thank you.